0: This is
1: Fight Disciples.
0: We are gathered here today
1: for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk.
0: Uh, welcome to podcast episode 238. This one's dedicated to the world of UFC slash mixed martial arts. We are the Fight Disciples. If this is the first time you've ever come across us, uh, you can get our stuff on iTunes. Please subscribe and write us a little review. It'll help us. We are viewing in that iTunes chart. Uh, And you can also get Android feeds via our website, fightdisciples.com. We're on social media as well at Fight Disciples, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And I encourage you to go there because there's quite a lot of content going up on a day-to-day basis when it's connected to boxing or uh, mixed martial arts. It's all up there for you. Now, I apologise uh, for our regular listeners to the UFC version of our podcast. Uh, we're expecting this bright and early on a Tuesday morning. If you also listen to our boxing podcast, everything uh, as to why this podcast is late is in that show. Because my colleague here spent too much time wanking off the best boxer on the planet, so therefore we ran out of time to record the UFC show, so we've had to come in a day extra, spending money on studios a day extra, just because this lad wanted to cuddle his mate. Anyway, we're here now, uh, and hopefully this is uh, in your feeds, ready for whichever way you consumers, whether it be on your commute, or whether it be uh, at your desk at work, or wherever you are. So we're here now. We're here, we're here what are you? Have you, have you? Have you... And another thing as well, right? If you were listening to the boxing show yesterday, you'll know that Nicky's now being overly nice to me. It's actually freaking me out how nice he's been. <laughs> yesterday,
1: bought your breakfast yesterday? Well, well,
0: yesterday's show, you will have heard us eating breakfast. It was a lovely bacon and eggs breakfast that he bought me yesterday. I've come into the studio today. He's, he's never done this. We've done this show for three years, right? Three and a bit years. He's never texted me on the way in saying, would you like a brew? He's never, <laughs> ever fucking done that. <laughs> ever. And I've come in today. There's a cup of tea waiting. Two, not one, two donuts waiting for me. It's like fucking hell. You are so non-transparent, aren't you? One
1: of them's for the. Uh, one of them's for Norman, the Is producer, it? by the way. Right, so okay. don't, have that back then. Don't, don't lick Cause both because
0: eat, I've eaten one of them. <laughs> Look here. I
1: wouldn't buy your two donuts. I'm not that sad. Oh, oh dear. Nice right. them though. weren't they?
0: Mm. they were nice actually.
1: yeah. Maybe we Dunkin' Donuts should sponsor this show.
0: After um, after everything that went on at the weekend in the world of boxing, yeah, everything that was going on in mixed martial arts kind of went over my head as it was playing out live because I was so concentrating on Joshua Povetkin and obviously meeting Lomachenko and all those types of things. I kind of missed everything that was going on in Sao Paulo and I thought when we do the show on Monday, the main talking point is obviously going to be Conor McGregor and his press conference and obviously Johnny yes. Johnny Bones Jones getting a little bit of a slap on the wrist. We will talk about those things within this show, but I want to go to Sao Paulo straight away because Sao Paulo was one of them. Sunday night, wife's gone to bed. I'm still a little bit hungover from everything that happened the night before at Wembley Stadium. I thought, I'll just check what happened at Sao Paulo, see if there's anything worth talking about on tomorrow's podcast. I went straight to the main event, and I went, fucking hell, why didn't I watch this live? <laughs> it was absolutely outrageous. Yeah, it was. Absolutely outrageous. And for an event that wasn't even supposed to be taking place, let's let's remember, neither of these guys were actually in the main event. They are both replacements for guys that, uh, that initially fell off. Obviously, we told you on last week's show that Jimmy was one of those guys uh, that sadly didn't make it. Man, they lit the gaff up, didn't they? It was like, we better put on a show, lads.
1: Absolutely, for Eric Anders especially to come in at like eight days' notice to replace, or it wasn't even that, was it? Six days' notice, whatever it was, to On replace the Monday, Jimmy Malloway, yeah? yeah. On the Monday. Um, obviously, I was gutted because I had the interview with Jimmy ready to play out last week, but he ended up not fighting mm. because of her thigh, he tore his hamstring when he landed in Brazil. So, Thiago Santos and Eric Anders threw down in the main event two ranked middleweights or decent middleweights. Uh, up at light heavyweights And it was It was an absolute cracker And uh, I think both of these guys Should probably have a look at now Whether they stay up at 205 Or go back down to 185 But What do
0: you reckon? Because neither of them Are in this weight category I was going to go there with you Because yeah. now that they've put on A show like that Maybe it's Maybe it's a little bit diluted Because neither of them Are actually like heavyweights They've gone super yeah. Lads Your middleweights Can you just step up And give us a, give us a bit, bit of a lift Yeah. So maybe that's why it was so so good because they were evenly matched anyway.
1: It was, yeah, yeah. What did you think of what did you think of of Goddard's stopping the fight and putting the gum shield back in? He's got a bit of stick for it. I thought it was absolutely spot on myself. You know, as they were in the clinch.
0: Yeah, I wasn't. It, it's like that. In,
1: it's like in boxing, isn't it? When the guys come into a clinch, that's yeah. the opportunity that he goes, okay, stop the fight, put your gum shield back in. Yeah. You know, it wasn't in the middle of anything, but I think a lot of Anders fans were a little bit. Pissed off at the, about the fact that what because he separated the clinch because Mark's separated the clinch to put his to put the gum shoe back, but then he put them back in an under over position. It's not like he went right go back to opposite side to the octagon. He put them back in the position they were in anyway. Mm. So would it have really made any difference? No,
0: I don't think so.
1: No, I don't think I, I think I just seen he got a bit of stick. That's Has all. It? Oh, yeah, he got a bit that. of stick for it. Yeah, but listen, you know, fucking hell, how, how can Godard oh, take stick when? When we seen Herb Dean last week, almost <laughs> fucking watched someone get <laughs> murdered. Poor CB Dalloway. So I, I thought it was a good move by by uh, by Mark. And Thiago Santos now, he looks like a player up at light heavyweights, just like Anthony Smith well, that, a few weeks well, ago. It's like it,
0: He looks amazing. Well, this is it. This all comes down to one, Apparently one. He
1: had a thigh injury as well. It's how, come out.
0: How many times have we spoke about um, lads that are killing themselves to make certain weights? Mm-hmm. And then the guys, Anthony Smith's the, the perfect example. A geezer that's been killing him for years to get down. In weight, he then decides, right, I'm not going to cut weight. I'm just going to fight at my natural weight. And he's lighting the gaff up. Thiago Santos at the weekend, he's been killing himself because he's, he's still a big dude, and he's yeah, killing yeah. himself to get down. Now, naturally, you would think to yourself, go back down. Hmm. But why? What's the point, man? Close. Okay, he's going to fight against guys that light heavyweight that aren't bigger than him because they're cutting to come down to that weight. But fuck it, he looked a million dollars. And I'm just a little bit, I don't know where I'm at with it because he was fighting a guy that's also... Doing a the same weight, thing. Yeah, yeah. If he if he was lighting up a light heavyweight like that, I'd have gone, Fuck that
1: man, stay here. Of course. This well, is where the this is where the party's at. I think now Tiago Santos should be like, Okay, put the Jimmy Manowa fight back on. Get me a ranked guy. Yeah, shout. I think
0: he's called him, man. Yeah,
1: I think yeah. he's called for it. Yeah, and I think Jimmy wants it as well. Uh, Jimmy you know, we, we didn't hear the interview, we didn't actually play it out, but he was telling me on the on the Well you did, you did it. No, no, but we didn't play it out for our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> but Jimmy was telling me, he was like, you know, be, I'll be honest, they had to twist my arms to take the fight because you know, I'm ranked in the top ten at light heavyweight, and they're saying go go to Brazil and fight a Brazilian middleweight. He's like, "Fuck that! I want I want someone in around me." So the problem is, there's no one around me. Everyone's not available. The only mm. person who was available was Glover, and then Glover pulled out. Obviously, he was replaced by Thiago. So
0: and he's met with everybody else that's a, a contender in well, that weight. Pro-
1: well, this is the this was the other conversation. You know what? We should probably fucking just play the interview out actually, because there was loads of stuff talking about the title, and obviously the mix in terms of him, um, Alex Alexander Gustafsson, and uh, what's his name as well, the fucking Freight Train. Ila Latifi, of course, as well. So there's the three of them, all from the same gym at Tristar, all ranked in the top five. So that's the issue that Jimmy's got. So that's why uh, they basically had to twist his arms to take this fight. I-, I think it's a fight that should definitely still happen now. I think Santos, with that big performance like that in Brazil as well, I think that's caught the attention of everybody. So hopefully that fight does get remade. But I- I'm like you, man. I- T- Santos, why go back down? He looks like a beast. Got that big, massive fucking hammer tattoo on Must his chest and shit. Must have
0: hurt that. Yeah, man. Coloring that bastard in on there. Yeah, just a bit. Right on the heart. Oh yeah. No, you, great. You haven't got any tattoos, have you? No, mate. Ink free, me sunshine. No point in uh, wrecking the canvas.
1: <laughs> you, however, you're lit up like thought, a bloody I Christmas you might tree. Have aren't you have that Alan Shearer tattoo on nah. your ass or something
0: not need for that you don't wreck perfection do you you don't wreck perfection <laughs> people with tattoos are just trying to cover something up deep and meaningful in their lives aren't they aren't you nicholas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it was an absolute tremendous fight and rightfully so getting the uh, fight of the night bonus and i felt i watched that first right mm-hmm. so i've watched this backwards this this card normally you'd obviously watch it from start to finish and you'd be enthralled by some of the performances that have gone through so I've watched that first, I thought, fucking hell, that was amazing, What that's that's the pinnacle of the night. Yeah. Then I've gone and watched Charles Oliveira, and I've gone to myself, oh, how's he not, oh, he has got a bonus, I'm, I'm thankful that he did get a bonus, because his performance was absolutely outrageous. Mixed up, I
1: both I of them think. are sick, yeah, yeah, both of them are sick, obviously Cowboy flew out, now that Pedasoli, who he fought, who, that was making his UFC debut, he fought on Cage Warriors recently and looked sensational, I think he beat Nicholas Darby on Cage Warriors, and he looked really good, and I thought he'll do well in the UFC. But then the him with Cowboy Oliveira, who, as you say, when he turns up, he fucking turns up. Thirty-nine seconds, first shot he lands, ground and pound, smashed them to bits. Charles Oliveira, for me, stole a show with that submission, that rear naked choke on the undercard. It was a, it was a sick card for Brazil, as we said last week. These think these sleeper cards are ones that usually deliver, and it's a, it was a little bit of a hardcore card. I don't think many, you know. No. Many fans would have especially tuned yeah, in, especially after year Jimmy year fell off.
0: Yeah, but this happened last year, didn't it? We 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 didn't slag it. We just yeah. said, uh, yeah, it'll be all right. Of course. we Brazil. And then uh, it's done the exact same thing again. We kind of last week brushed over it because we were all excited about Connor's thing and what have you and Jimmy falling off it. And then I went back and watched it at the weekend. I'm thinking, this, this is really, really good. I'm actually tempted to going back and watching all the prelims now just to see exactly. if there's anything knocking about in well,
1: there. There was 10 finishes in the 14 fights which is like, come on, what more do you fucking want? Yeah. Taste it, absolutely delivered. Talking about weight, one guy who shouldn't be fighting at light heavyweight, he really should go back, back down to middleweight, though, is Sam, smiling Sam Alvey. Um, I thought he was going to absolutely murder Little Nog because Little Nog's fucking, you know, about 75 now. And Sam Alvey's got heavy hands. But the opposite happened. Little Nog absolutely starched them. Sam Alvey just looks like he's in the wrong weight division. And then he was getting cornered by French. From, from Greece, did you see that? <laughs> it was French, wasn't it? That was French from Greece with that pink hair. I fucking remember. My sister made me watch that film over and over. Why would you get caught up by French from Greece? If you're going to get caught up by someone from Greece, at least ask fucking Kenny. Or, or Danny Zuko. Or Danny Zuko, yeah, Danny exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, or Rizzo. She was the tough girl. You don't want to ask French. Jesus Christ. By the way, I had to look into it. That isn't French. It wasn't French from Greece. Not the real one. It was actually his wife is a catwalk model. She's a catwalk model here. She won, what's the one with Tyra Banks?
0: Next, oh, next he's still top model, isn't
1: it? America's next top model. That one. She won that previously. Really? That's his wife now, yeah. But and she she's corners him, him for every fight. Yeah, she's why? got no martial arts experience whatsoever, but she's his main corner for every fight. Always has been. even when he was in Bellator, she was his main corner. Why? I don't know, he just seems to think that it's a good thing having his, his catwalk missus, model
0: then. wife be his main coach. Give him a bollocking when he's not pulling his finger out. A bit, like, yep. bit like being at home.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. You
0: better hit him or you can forget about sex. <laughs> That's a good deterrent to be yeah, fair, exactly, Go on, yeah. lad, get on <laughs> with it. You better put a shift in here, I'm not
1: sucking your dick, Come exactly, on. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Before we sign off on Brazil, I just want to mention the fact that what the fuck has happened to and No idea. Do you remember when and
0: was the greatest thing since sliced bread.
1: Holy shit. And we were like, this guy's going to be the best bantamweight. He's going to follow in the footsteps of Jose Aldo. He's
0: going to do this.
1: He's going to do that. I remember covering him um, at UFC in London. And this was five years ago when he won the belt, when he won the UFC. Was it the full belt or the interim but Whatever. He won the UFC belt. He beat Michael McDonald in London. And then it was like, fuck me. This is Aldo's mate, Aldo's sparring partner. He's now gone on the same kind of run as Aldo. I think he was like 30, you know, at the time, or he lost his first one, I think. But he was 30 fights undefeated and blah, blah. And it looked like he was just going to conquer the world. Then he beat Uriah Faber, and you were like, this is the guy. And then TJ Dillashaw beats him twice, mm-hmm. lights him up. Yeah. And since then, I think he's had like one win in six or some shit like that. What the fuck? How can things go so dramatically wrong? In a fighter's... Yeah. That's got to be a mindset, hasn't he? Because he failed to make weight at the weekend as well. He was yeah. five pound overweight. So he lost half
0: his pace. He's no longer at Nova and... Was it five? I saw it at six. Did he Did he shift another pound? Well, whatever. Whatever. He's missed it by a fucking Well, maybe massive.
1: maybe you're thinking 135, obviously, because it's a non-title. It's 136. All right. So it is actually... I know what you're saying. He's six pound over 135. Yeah, yeah. But he's no longer at Nova and Yao in Brazil. He's based at... He's moved to ATT in Florida. You know, he, he's... You can see he's tried to, tried to make changes to reinvent himself but he's just he's just gone absolutely backwards and this like we talk about this all the time and fucking and Dan talks about this all the time as well uh don't forget Dan Hardy's show will be available on your feed Thursday morning via the fight disciples but this is something me and Dan have had chats about it's like this this mindset this DNA that makes fighters like it's in it's 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 chemical it's an Im, it's an imbalance and overbalance so I would you call it Normal people in the street couldn't fight inside a cage in front of millions of people. It takes a special type of fucking chemical balance in the brain. But at what point has Hen and Peral gone from being a world beater, being from like undefeated superstar yeah. champion of the world, to now getting smashed to bits by guys making their UFC debut? Mm. Like, what the fuck has gone on in his head? To land him in that kind of position, mm. it's insane. We do, we, You know, you, you see it in fight sports, but usually it's like, oh, his chin's gone. He's old now, his chin's gone. It doesn't look like his chin's gone. It just looks like he's scared to pull the trigger. He's
0: just, it, it's just gone. I wonder what a sports psychologist would make of that shit. Mm. Weird. My fans per second, you think it's weird? The, the fall's been dramatic. Like you just said there, normally you have a gradual thing, don't yeah. you? Where then someone loses, then a couple of wins, then another loss, and you don't really regain getting back to the levels that you've once been at. Whereas this is, he fell off a cliff and he can't get back up it. Yeah, It's weird. He's won twice in one, two, three, four, in eight... What's um I didn't see any interviews wow. with Dana about it afterwards. Is he talking about cutting him? Cuz normally Dana just comes straight out and if you if you're on a skid like that, you ain't going to last yeah, too well, much longer in the <clears throat> UFC. With
1: it being a with it be in a, a a a fight pass or a fox card uh, in Brazil. I doubt Dana was even there to be honest. I didn't actually watch the post fight. But um it's one of them. Listen uh, you know, at the end of the day, Hennenberg i was still going to sell tickets him. Brazil, I guess, but it's more a conversation for Hen and Yeah. It's like, at what stage have you just psychologically fell off the cliff? He's only thirty-one. It's weird, man. It's it, it, just because he looks so good when he beat Faber, when he won that belt against MacDonald. You know, when he became champion, he went into the TJ Dillashaw fight as favourite. We were like, "Fuck, TJ is going to get going to get done here." This is this is the new Jose Aldo. He's going to do the same thing as Aldo done mm. at bantamweight. And, wow, the to, to fall from Greece, it, it's insane.
0: Mm. Um, we are going to be talking about Bellator, which is on this weekend. If you're in the UK, though, you might not be able to watch it. You might need a dodgy stream from the Cayman Islands or something like that in order to watch it. But it does look an unbelievable card, seeing as that you just mentioned Rory McDonald a couple of moments ago, and we're going to get stuck into that in a minute. However, the top three stories from the world of mixed martial arts this week, yeah? yeah and man. I'm going to put them in order. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. You can stick your McGregor press conference up your ass. What? Because it's all about what? Joanna and the bullets. It's the fight. Yeah, disciples. baby. It's the fight disciples domestic. <laughs> they, your beard versus my beard. That's it. They're going at it, man. UFC two three one. It's going to be absolutely outstanding. The flyweight title is on the line. Yeah. Mine against yours. Fucking <sighs> okay, now, that's prop. That's proper, that ain't it. Instead of
1: just greasing their eyebrows and stuff, they should just fucking full body grease the two of them. That's it. Let them go at it, No, just do it in
0: mud. Stick (laughs) them in mud and just let them beat the shit out of each other. Oh, dear. When I saw it, because I I saw the rumours before the fight was made and I thought, they won't do that, will they? And then I just saw them drop it and I thought, fuck me. Yes, 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 yes. It's just the perfect narrative for us here on the show because everybody that's listened to us on a regular basis knows that the bullet Shevchenko is Nick's little wet dream. Yep. And everybody knows that Joanna uh, Yendracek is my uh, little wet dream. So we're at it, man. We're at it. It's redemption for Joanna. She's going to come in and light this fucker up. That's what she's going to do, isn't she?
1: As if. <laughs> As if. Listen, Joanna's got nowhere else to go, son. She's been, she's been oh. found out at straw weight. She's been oh, here she found is. out. There
0: he is. So she's going up a weight. Imagine her with a bit more beef on it. But Ooh, she's, she's gonna... gone. Oh yes. <laughs> when, she, when she's on the scales, it doesn't really do it for me. But when she's got a bit of pile on, you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bit of extra timber, Joanna. Bit of cushion for the pushing. Here we go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Cheese <laughs> graces at the ready. <laughs> I can't wait. We gotta go, man. We Mate, gotta get
0: fucking gotta go. We gotta get to that fight.
1: Mate, imagine if they have a bit of a set to in the in the in oh, the build up, oh, yeah. and you've got Joanna and the Shevchenko twins either side yeah. having a bit of a scuffle. Oh, oh threes. Oh. <laughs> Yikes! Gonna be a Not a big razor for the armpits <laughs> between the three of them.
0: <laughs> bit of veep for that touch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh dear no, you yeah it is naughty it is naughty What date is it what date is it
0: uh what have I written down here two three one um it's in it's back end of November. Two, three, one. I think
1: it is, yeah. Ooh, aye. No, December the 8th. Uh,
0: that's it. You're back at the first Canada. week of December. Oh, it's in Toronto. Oh, it's in Toronto. <gasps> My mate lives in Toronto. My family live in Toronto. Fucking hell, we've got to go. We've got to get in there. <laughs> Glenn,
1: we're coming, son. Look at get that. Get the spare room ready. Look at that, eh? Oh, mate, they're already talking about Holloway Ortega on the same card as well. Mm. So you've got the pleasurable fight, the big fight that you're like, oh, yeah, this is what we've come for, lads. Yeah. And then you've got the titillation. On the sides, haven't you?
0: Proper do that, isn't it?
1: Woo-hoo-hoo! That's a cracker. <laughs> We're going. <laughs> We're going. We're going.
0: It's going to be a cracker. We've got plenty more to talk about that before we get to December the eighth, and uh, and the Toronto ACC should be an absolute screamer of an evening. So that's number one. That's the top story of the week. No question about that. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to give Connor number two. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. give Connor number two. The press conference. Thank fuck, he's back. Eh? Honest to God. First thing, UFC, what are you playing at, not letting the fans in? You know that this guy buzzes off the vibe. Yep. Never mind all this, oh, there's lawsuits out and all this type of stuff, so for crowd safety and for people's safety, we couldn't have people in there and all this type of stuff. Don't talk shit. Yeah. Get Conor McGregor a crowd. Absolutely. He was good, but he would have been even better with a crowd in there. I thought at times that he was he was reaching a little bit, like he was not desperate but he was trying his absolute bollocks off to, uh, to rattle Khabib, and it weren't going, mainly because there wasn't a crowd there. I think if there were a crowd there, it would have added to it, and Khabib might have bit a little bit. Yep. But by the end, by the end, he looked like he was just getting to him. And I'll tell you something, that next-level trolling of Ali, who is uh, Khabib's manager, when he's mm-hmm. talking about the son that he's left behind. He's strange son. In, in Colorado, because he's become a snitch for the NYPD. Oh, Connor, you <laughs> dropping bombs on it, baby. I was like, that's it. And at that point when they stopped, when he started to see the rattle, Connor went, We're done. Yeah, yeah. And see he called the press conference and I thought, fucking you've achieved what you wanted to achieve. <clears throat> Do
1: you know what though, for Connor to keep that in his locker and not even not even drop it until Ali had a go from off stage, didn't yeah. he? He was like, Why has he got them two belts or whatever? He shouted. And Conor ends. hey, you can shut up as well. Boom. How's Moses? How's that? Bam, bam, bam. Noah. Noah's Noah, sorry, yeah. Kid, yeah. Well, you know, it's all biblical. <laughs> and bam, 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 bam. Starts out, I just thought, mate. You it, little snitch. Yeah, the research he does. But even the whole, like, Chechen things. Are oh, you Dagestanis, fucking you cowards running away from the Chechen. Blah, blah, blah. And you're thinking, man, you do your homework when it comes to trash talking. People think he just rocks up. Forget about it. This is all Connor. This is all Connor. He goes in so prepped. I think that's why he was pissed. You know, even the footage that we put on Fight Disciples social media when he arrived at the press conference outside and he turned up in a limousine, and all the crowd had gone wild. Even yeah. then, he was pumped, wasn't he? He was yeah. bouncing around. You can yeah. tell. He'd been in his ho- in his hotel room, just fucking getting himself up, up, up.
0: He'd been on the proper 12, mate. He'd exactly. been fucking yeah, nailing know, a couple yeah. of that, wasn't he? Exactly.
1: It? Can't believe he poured himself a couple of glasses there yeah, as well. I, I was I like, I
0: don't reckon they were real.
1: You think that was a bit of
0: black tea? I'll tell you what I did like. When he goes, uh, let's all celebrate Khabib's birthday. Khabib there you go, son. I don't drink. <laughs> I bet you're a right buzz at a party, you mad backwards cunt. <laughs> 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 Absolutely, it was a shout, wasn't it? Buzz at a party, you mad backwards cunt. <laughs>
1: Conor McGregor. Oh, my goodness. And at that
0: moment, I went, the king is yeah, back. Yeah. Absolutely, Lil. Absolutely, he absolutely ruined it, didn't he?
1: That's the, uh, in America as well, That that's the way they just like, that drives, you know, pain to the soul of every American, that's C-word. They yeah. just hate it. Yeah. They absolutely hate it. So, for him to just drop it so willingly, like, that was hilarious. And a lot of people were like, he's on drugs, he's pissed, he's this, he's that.
0: He, mate, I thought he, mate, were, I he thought just he nailed
1: it. He just absolutely nailed it. I don't think he was on something. I just think, you know, I, I made this comparison last week and it was like, it was kind of like when, when Cassius Clay weighed in against Sonny Liston and was like fucking being crazy on the scales and crazy and, and everyone was like, oh, his blood pressure's off the chart, he can't fight, he's me. And even Sonny Liston went away thinking, he's a fucking lunatic. I think an element of this was Khabib and Timo come away going, he's up there drinking whiskey, he's fucking around the bend. And... This narrative will continue next week when, when obviously they get together in Vegas and they do the whole press week. Connor will be just as unhinged, but rest assured, a week on Saturday when he steps into the octagon, he'll be ready. He'll be the fucking coolest person in the entire place, including Khabib. That's what he did with Aldo, innit? Remember when he went the to world tour and he was like pinching Aldo, ah, care, smacking him on the head, I'll come to his fucking,
0: ah.
1: <laughs> being crazy. Yeah. and then on the night he just stood there and let Aldo run into a left hand. Half my words,
0: I hope so. Just for the Insane. good of the UFC, because because this week's been a big <laughs> week actually. Even even <coughs> though there wasn't a major uh, pay per view event, I mean we had got a great show in Sao Paulo. Of course we did. Yeah. Um, but there's been two major events with two what we will class as rock stars of the UFC, and um, we need those rock stars. We need them in there in order to push this to the next level. Connor's massive. He's huge. He's bigger than the UFC now. Yeah, yeah. He's massive, and for him to come back and to announce an eight fight deal. Don't know Whether he's gonna see all that out, no. but for him to announce it <laughs> It's utter nonsense, it's not worth the papers written on. Right. For him to announce it though, gets people buzzed up and they're like going Connor's bike, we're gonna get and you know what he's like, he's regular, so therefore he will fight probably three times next year then. You'd like to think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At least twice. But you just put him
1: in with this is the problem. Who does he fight? Who could he possibly fight if you know, let's say all goes well next Saturday, and we both believe it will, and Connor becomes lightweight champion of the UFC again. Who does he go in with? Tony Ferguson's unreliable and not a big draw. Kevin Lee's a fantastic prospect, but not a big draw.
0: There's, there's two for me. Yeah. Nate. Nate mm-hmm. and George. And George St-Pierre. See if you can, can get George back
1: in. Yeah, and George, since he beat Michael Bispin, <clears throat> you know, he's 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 had health issues again. He's dropped a lot of weight again. apparently now he's, like, walking around about 170. So him... <coughs> Getting down to 155. Just not to the question. Do you
0: want to cough that up? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Is that L- Lama's cock? <laughs> What's that that's in your throat there, son? <clears> throat> Lama's cubes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Woo! You better get used to that, son, oh, tickly. Tickly! Because Valentina doesn't shave either. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> Are you happy?
1: I'm happy.
0: Yeah, George is the... Well, Nate's the one. Nate's back. Nate's back. The the He's back in... If the
1: fight with Poirier goes ahead, he yeah. He will go
0: ahead. He will go ahead. He'll be there. Yeah. So he'll do his business and then we can maybe get something on for uh, for March April next year.
1: Yeah, you'd like to think so. It makes perfect sense, doesn't it? You know, Diaz makes a big statement the week after Connor's on. You know, make my, no mistake, that's why it's happening. That's why they're, they're happening so close together. You know, it's, it's just a couple of weeks after, sorry. Mm. Uh, Khabib fights Connor November October the 6th. Uh, Diaz fights Poirier. November the 3rd. It's an opportunity for for Diaz to make a bit of a statement and Poirier obviously to put his hat in the ring as well. It's mad to think that we're still talking about Nate Diaz fighting for the UFC lightweight championship when he's been inactive Mm. for so long. Since Conor. Yeah. Been inactive forever. Um, And yet... You know, we all seem to be like, yeah, give it to Nate Diaz. It's like, what the, what the fuck is going on? What, What's wrong with the rest of the lightweight division? I don't even think Nate Diaz ranked, or if he is ranked, who the fuck is doing the rankings? Because he certainly shouldn't be ranked mm. at lightweight. Um, but Ferguson doesn't sell. Poirier, if he did a big... You know, Poirier's probably got the, the golden ticket at the moment. Because if Poirier does a... Obviously does a number on Nate and he's, Diaz. Hey,
0: and he's on a fucking run at the moment, since man. He
1: got, since he got beat to Connor, he's been on an incredible run. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, I think Poirier's in a a really enviable position in terms of the rest of the others, but I I can't see anybody else getting a look in. Um, I can't see anyone from the welterweight division, really, from that mix that's able to come down. The only other one is George that you would thought make any sense, or potentially Max Holloway if he comes through against Ortega in the fight that we've just been talking about. He's obviously talked about stepping up uh, as well. There's another... you know, So basically, other than George... We're talking about three guys who've already lost to Conor. Mm. That we want to see fight Conor. Mm. Potentially, Poitier, Holloway and Diaz. Mental.
0: Can't wait, man. We've got another week yet. We've got another 10 days yet to, yeah. uh, to work before uh, it all absolutely uh, kicks off uh, for UFC 229 and Conor McGregor's return uh, to the oh, octagon. Yeah. Can't wait. I've ordered myself some of that proper 12, by the way. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd you order it? Online. From the proper twelve website. Oh right, okay, yeah. See so whose bottle comes first then. Have you ordered
1: one? One of the fight disciples. Sorted you out? He's he's in Ireland and he went.
0: He was he was. <clears throat> he messaged it to the fight disciples Twitter. All oh, right, and you jumped on that, have you? Have well, you done deleted it, so I can't see it. Bobby Foy. Oh, that friendship lasted long, didn't it? Bobby Foy, one of the lads. Yeah. No, it's it's not for me. It's for us. All right. He sends a picture
1: and he was and he was standing in in the middle of Ireland with a bottle of air. Uh, with a half drunken bottle, yeah, and uh, he said, "If you want lads, I'll grab you as a bottle." Really? And uh, he t- he messaged yesterday to say, "Got your bottle yet? When do you want it dropping off?" Proper stuff, this
0: better than that Jameson shite. <laughs> yeah.
1: Proper stuff indeed. It's great, man. Yeah. So thanks to Bob Foy, our bottle is uh, it is actually in the UK right I now. I'll Tell you something, sales of.
0: Uh, proper 12 must have gone through the fucking roof.
1: Well, Bob had said to me, because I, I said, Yeah, pick us up a bottle, definitely, you know. And uh, he said, <clears throat> I'll have to go back tomorrow because you're only allowed to buy two bottles from yeah. Tesco. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's such in short supply. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Because I tried to buy a few and they, they wouldn't let you buy more than two.
1: Wow. That's even from the website.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can't buy more than two.
1: Oh, my God. That is fucking insane. Conor McGregor. That is insane. Conor McGregor, man. I like fucking Willy Wonka's golden tickets, Isn't aren't it? they? Oh, my Lord. That is mental, is it?
0: Mental. They'll be all like that at the Encore uh, Beach Club in Las Vegas, straight after his fight. They'll only be selling. Have you noticed that Proper Twelve are now sponsoring all Conor's fights? Yeah, yeah, of course. But then they're on the mat. But then he's got got the brand on the mat.
1: But then I'm thinking what's probably happened is that um, because obviously last time we seen Conor spoke about it, he was like, "I want shares." And obviously that hasn't happened. That was made clear in the press that it hasn't happened. But I think he's gone, okay, well, I want, I want the fucking canvas for my proper 12. If you're not going to give me shares, I want advertising space as well as wages, as well as this, and I want that, and I want this, and why not? So his, his whiskey advertisement's going to be all over the mat. He's, he's, he's on it, isn't he? He's fucking right on it, absolutely.
0: Third big story from the world of mixed martial arts this week. Yes, sir. Your favourite. JBJ is and, back, baby. I know, listen, I know you're going to defend him, but he's pissing me off now. I actually only want him to come back so DC can starch him. That's the only reason I want to see him again. No, all this nonsense. Don't drink your drink like that and try to make it look like he's the fucking bollocks. For those that don't know, John E. Bones Jones failed a drugs test again, right? This is a man, right, that, hires a fucking kite, knocked over a pregnant woman and decided to drive off, only to return to his car to get his stash, the fucking <laughs> knob. <laughs> He's been popped for PEDs twice, if I'm not mistaken. At least, maybe three times. <laughs> Look at you. Nah, maybe three times, times. If this were boxing, we'd be absolutely sticking the knives in this kid. We would, yeah. And but then, but it ain't boxing. Hang on a minute. And then, to make it all worse, to get himself a reduced sentence from Usada, right? To get himself a reduced sentence, he's f- he's a fucking grass. He's what he is. The dirty pig. Grass. 15 months, he should have had four years thrown at him. That bugger snitches get bitches.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's not good, is it? It isn't good, like, but he's gone from a four year sentence to a 15 month sentence on the back of the fact hang that hang on,
0: 15 month backdated. He's backdated. back, next, he's back
1: next month, he's available next month, yeah. Uh, and that's on the strength of if you haven't heard it already, John Jones has gone has turned snitch. He's turned into the golden snitch. And uh
0: did you see his manager trying to defend him?
1: Well Malky Cower come out this week and uh Malky Cower of course John Jones's you know much lamented manager uh, who almost completely fucked up the comeback anyway when he went before that hearing and he had absolutely nothing to say. Um he's got to be up there, hasn't he? He's one of the worst managers in history. The I don't way know what
0: John's doing with him?
1: It's just mental. Um but the Malky Kawa come out this week and did interviews with was it M A Junkie yeah. or M A Fighting, whatever Ariel. Uh, but he's done interviews this week saying that no, no, John hasn't grassed anybody up. John, he hasn't done that. No, no, he's just talked about his own situation. He has John's not a grass. He, he doesn't do that. I think he said something like uh, he doesn't hang around in the in the in the. In the in the uh, in the locker rooms at Jackson's, you know, he doesn't even get a shower there; he just goes straight home.
0: What a lot of shit! He's always posting Instagram pictures of him with Holly Holm and the rest of the fucking team, mate. He's just always fucking doing it—utter nonsense. But now, what's happened is he, he was he was posting something where he was rolling with uh, Thug Rolls last week. He yeah. was having a roll with air. So now he's posting now. Uh,
1: Malchi, uh, cause Malky Cowers said that. No, no, no. T- make, take no notice of what Usada are saying. Th- these, this is the, this is what's happening. So now Usad have had to come out. Of and course, go. they have. No. These are the fucking terms of his shortened sentence. He will continue to feed us information yeah. about other people in the industry taking fucking PEDs. He is, a, he is a, now a grass. Otherwise, he, he has no career.
0: It. He is a USADA informant.
1: Exactly. Class, he's, he is. An inf- he's a professional informer for USADA. That's it. There's no, get, there's no getting away from it. And if John Jones doesn't continue to do that, mm. we will reinstate his sentence. They've had to come out and say that. You feel like saying... What the fuck are you doing, Malky Cower? Why are you doing interviews? Why are you even talking about it? But you know why? And I'll fucking tell you why. Here he goes. So, in my previous life as a as a mixed martial arts magazine editor, I used to have dealings with Malky Cower because, you know, amongst John Jones, he also managed like Sir Carlos Condor, quite a few of the Albuquerque lads. And, you know, had a decent stable at one point here, probably had the biggest stable in a, in, in Tough Flight MMA. Um, but you'd speak to Malky about John in particular, and it'd be like, uh, can we do an interview with John? Um, only if you do a big interview with me about me and me being the biggest manager in MMA. That was a, a usual line that came back from him. Um, and then another occasion I spoke to him and said, I want to try and organise a photo shoot with John for the cover. Uh, only if I can be on the cover with him, standing next to him. He's one, that. There you go. That's all you need to know about Malky Gower. That sums up in a fucking nutshell for me. But when, when you've got that kind of representation who are going out in public and... Going back on something, the governing body have stated that is the only way you're back in the sport. Just shut up, about it. Just shut up. Like, what are you? Because he's Malky Cowher, he's like, yeah, I'll do the interview. Of course, I'll do an interview. He's adding petrol to the flames, man. Exactly. It's like, and all the time, no, John. John's misunderstood. John's a saint. John's a fucking really nice. He isn't. He's the fucking ultimate heel in MMA. He's the Mike Tyson of MMA. Let him be the Mike Tyson of MMA. At no point did fucking Don King and everyone come out going, oh, Mike's misunderstood. They were like, he's a fucking monster. And when he gets in there, he's a monster. And outside of it, he's a monster. But get over it. And the fact and we were all like, yeah, he's a killer. <laughs> Fuck it. Why, why is John Jones? <laughs> why Why does Malky Cowher try to parade him as a saint when he's a sinner? Yeah. Let him be a sinner. Let him be a sinner. He's... he's Again, it's been repeated many times. Jane White said it many times. He's got the wrong, he's got the wrong fucking representation, clearly. But,
0: but how badly, me. how badly did the UFC need him? Desperately. And that is where I'm this is why it doesn't wash me, mate, because yeah. there's some dudes out there, they're grafting, they're doing whatever they're doing, and they're going about it the right way. John and Jones has quite obviously yeah. been wrong on several occasions, and he should have had the book thrown at him. But yeah. to get a backdated sentence. The fifteen months of he can return on uh October the twenty eighth. The New York card's obviously the week after Dan has come out and said he's not going to be on the New York card. We're looking to do something in the new year. He'll be back at some point, mate. He's gonna yeah. be he's gonna be doing something over over the next three to four months for the UFC fighting. <laughs> it all just depends on how things sit within what weight division. DC's not coming back down. No. So DC is looking so. for Brock. Mm-hmm. That's what I think that will happen. Yeah, yeah. So DC and Brock will happen January because I think that's when Brock's um, testing pool thing all kicks in. Six, he has to be clean for six months. <laughs> Good luck with that. And yeah, I've noticed yeah. that Brock's size is getting quite smaller yeah, exactly, uh, since yeah. he's uh, since he's no longer committed to a size WWE. twelve shoe to a size six. Yeah, he's uh, he's starting to shrink. So that's going to happen. So then what you've got to do is answer the question of who's going to become the light heavyweight champion, John Jones. Will probably be one of the guys fighting. Mm-hmm. Alex wants it, yeah. So that's the fight. But you can't do that on a fucking weeks' notice or a two weeks' notice. You've, you you want to be building it, don't you? You want to build it. Well, Dana Martin said
1: that John Jones isn't going to fight until the new year anyway. Mm. But right now, with shit like this going on, with nonsense getting spoke like this, John Jones and his whole team just need to shut the fuck up, yeah, and just go and get ready somewhere in a quiet room and just don't do anything. This wasn't even John, though, was it? No. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But it's uh, yeah, they do desperately need them back. You know, it's, I don't know. You know, sometimes you hear stories about listen. I think that likes a Lionel Messi and shit like that, avoiding taxing and doing tax fraud in Spain and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah, think, yeah. whoa, whoa, there could be a prison sentence here. This guy did it, and he, and then suddenly it all just gets brushed under the carpet. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all money. It's kind of similar. It's like this is this guy's a superstar. You know, he's not above the law. He's not. You know, he's not quite Connor yet. Well, obviously he is. Well, he is above the law, obviously. Yeah,
0: but. For me, th- this week's been a good week for the UFC. Yeah. The two big superstars are back. Yeah. Or, they've been announced to be back. Of course. One's fighting in two weeks' time, and one could be back on, could the, be on back that Christmas card. Before the end of the year, yeah. Yeah, early next year. Which is good. And listen, this is what
1: fucking really upsets me about Jon Jones. He's the best that's ever done it. He's the best mixed martial artist
0: this sport has ever no, seen. No, you re- you think he is, but he's always on the gear.
1: But that's that's but that's the caveat, isn't
0: it? What if what if I you know got on the got on the old gear? That could be amazing. You are amazing. Thanks. <laughs> the um, I don't,
1: listen, we're we're talking about a sport here, which is trying to get clean and is still on the journey to becoming clean. Mm. You know, let's not mistake that. Jeff Nowitzki, the golden snitch, who was appointed by the UFC, who was a UFC employee, who was the guy who caught Lance Armstrong and fucking A-Rod and all that, you know, serial fucking drug catcher. He's not employed by USADA looking after the UFC. He's employed by the UFC dealing with USADA, i.e. helping UFC, UFC athletes pass USADA tests
0: now, there's two ways to look at that. He's working for the other side.
1: Exactly. You know, he's not come in and gone. He's not He's not cleaner than thou. He works for the UFC. His bread is now buttered on the other side. It's his job to make sure no one fails tests. If they do, then it's fucking, you know, they obviously haven't listened to Jeff. So there's two ways to look at that argument then. Is the sport completely clean now? Or is it, you know, as bad as it once was 10 years ago where it was absolutely rife? Hmm. This is the thing with fight sports. We talked about it with Canelo in boxing as well. These guys, generally, the big guys, generally fight twice a year. It's like the Tour de France and shit like that. It just happens to be that twice a year it fits in with a nice cycle of on and off. And you know, and that's that's unfortunate. That, that unfortunately that's sports what what we can't accept is that this is fight sports, man. You're trying to fucking bludgeon another man. Mm. So if you're pharmacologically enhanced, if you're using PEDs, where does where does that where does sport become manslaughter if you're taking something. You know what I mean? Because you're willingly becoming more of a dangerous weapon. To that That's the messy area. But we're not there yet with UFC. This is not boxing. We haven't been going over 100 years. It's going to take a little bit more time. Fucking hell, we're about to talk about Bellator. Mm. Every fucker in there is dosed this weekend. You better believe it. Everyone who fights for Bellator this weekend would fail a piss test. I'm telling you now.
0: But that's the sport. We're not there yet. Mm. We're not where we want to be. It's a shame regarding the Bellator card this weekend that uh, UK fight fans um, won't get an opportunity to see it on a, on a mainstream channel because they still haven't sorted out their this TV is the deal. Best,
1: I think this is the best Bellator fight card they've ever done. Genuinely. Bellator 206 this weekend in San Jose, California, Saturday night, in my opinion, is probably the best fight card they've ever done. Main event. And we still can't watch it
0: in the UK. No. What the fuck is going on? The main event's absolutely outstanding, and there's a. Uh, you, you mentioned a couple of juice heads. It'd be interesting to see how big Rampage is that weekend. <laughs> eh hey? Mr. T's here. He's I'm carrying that gold chain. You're going to need some muscles, aren't you, son? <laughs> He's in there. Yeah. Um, what number is this between him and Vandalay? Is this number four? four. <laughs> this is number four. Yeah. So <laughs> they has got their own Rocky series know, going yeah, on these. Exactly. Two. I think
1: Vandeley's two one up. Uh 121 won two one so up. It's two one up. He's got a fucking Champions League home leg and away leg. <laughs> it is. <laughs> It is because I, th- I think the first two fights, if I'm mistaken, were in Pride. Certainly, the first one definitely was. Pretty sure the second one was. They would have been in Japan, which is I oh know saying that Rampage's is, Rampage's is misses as Japanese and shit. Forget it, but forget about that analogy. It's two one. Yeah. Uh, Ramp Rampage won the last fight. That was a knockout. Vandalay won the first two fights. With Chinese, brutally battered them. Spe- the Pride one was spectacular. But we're talking about, like, that. their first fight was 15 years ago. Shit. Combined, these guys have had 100 Shit. professional MMA fights. 100. This is the 101st fight. Uh, Vandalay's had 50 fights. Rampage has had 50 fights. 51 apiece now. 51 apiece this weekend. And. <laughs> Just gonna be so juiced <laughs> because you know I think come I think Rampage is forty now, Vandalay is forty two. Come on, basically this. In the I'm right between the two of them, and my body. You know yourself. I've had a cruciate ligament injury now for weeks, months. It's not getting any better. My body's not healing. But then I'm not on the juice. I couldn't train every day now. My body would break down. Anyone that's over forty that's still competing and looking like that at this level. There's not a question. There's not a question of, oh, yeah, but, you know, he fucking, he, has, he, he blends his greens every morning <laughs> and, he, and he does hot yoga. I was like, fuck off. There's hot yoga. My ass. These guys are juiced up to the eyeballs. That's the only way they can keep going. 50 professional MMA fights. He's 42 years of age. Of course he's on the juice. <laughs> Of course he is. Otherwise he'd be in a fucking wheelchair probably. <laughs> I love Vanderlei to bits, man. Don't get me wrong. The mad the thing is this, I think that's what makes this card so attractive. We take the piss out of Bellator all the time for these legends, but I've spent time with around Quinton Jackson and I've been lucky enough to have dinner a few, couple of times in Vegas with Vandalet Silver. Uh, he was good friends with my old boss and, uh, he's a fucking absolutely brilliant guy. Really funny, lovely family man. Um, and he's, had, he's, a, he's an icon of the sport. Both of them are. Both of them are absolute icons in the sport. So I'm not going to beat up on this fight as much as we have previously with the fucking Chael and Tito and fucking Chuck and all that kind of merry-go-round. Yes, this is part of that Legends Tour bracket, but these both are a uh,
0: legend. That's why I'm gutted. It's not on British TV. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I'm gutted. And this isn't... They're not selling this as the main event. This no, is happening. Coming. This mm. is happening. It's It's there. Yeah. But the main event is absolute flames, man. Yeah, man. My, I can't believe that Gegard Mousasi is not in the UFC. I was heartbroken when he decided to fuck it off because he wasn't getting his shot at the middleweight title. Yeah, But now he's going over, over to Bellator and he's absolutely lighting the gaff up. And he's fighting a kid who everybody knows who's got his balls out on the line and said, I'll tell you what, I'll step up and wait and have a little bit of a knock. And then, after this, he's already announced that he's going to be stepping back down to go into the Welterweight Grand Prix Rory McDonald's. So this is just a just a tremendous fight. It's daring to be great from McDonald's point of view it's mental it's absolutely brilliant
1: and um, you know Ronnie McDonald beat Tyron Woodley in the U- who's now UFC champion and Gegard Mousasi I don't care he would give Bobby Knuckles a fucking good fight yeah, he would. in UFC as well so these are the two best champions you could argue that the Bellator have got and they're putting them both together somewhere somewhere this year somehow this year Scott Coker is starting to get his shit together He's got whether it's new people around or I don't know what it is but the welterweight grand prix is the best thing they've ever done this event my opinion best certainly the best main card they've ever done um, exciting times and it's frustrating from a fans point of view yeah yeah, yeah. that we still can't fucking well, watch that? in the that UK we're sat here we've been this
0: conversation for 3 years well we're sat here best sports podcast in the UK talking mainly to british uh, yep. fight fans getting all jacked about it getting all giddy Everybody's probably listening to this thinking, fucking hell, that'll be good this weekend. I'll have a little bit of nosing on that.
1: Aaron like, Pico on the undercard. Douglas Lima. Aaron Pico's the, unbelievable. Quarterfinal.
0: Doug Lima's unbelievable. Yeah. But you can't watch it. Can't even see it. So the internet will crash at the weekend with people looking for dodgy streams Trying to see to stream if they can it. get it. Absolutely. Mm. Get your shit together again. I wouldn't mind. But you own about 16 TV channels here yeah. in the UK. Just stick it on fucking one of them. It's Exactly. It's, it's, it's fucking the actual
1: company. Bellator is owned by people that own multi dozens and dozens of TV channels all over the world they own five channel five in the UK and Spike in the UK and fucking Paramount in the UK that's three channels on pretty much everyone's Virgin or Skybox and yet they can't fi- they can't free up one of them at two o'clock in the morning. I just going to say that to yeah. fucking
0: put a live fighter no, on mate, at this no, level. No, 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 no. We've got reruns of uh, Dukes of Hazard. Exactly. We've got yeah. reruns of Dukes of Hazard Honestly, followed by God. the actual a Team. Well, the geezer from the a Team's fucking <laughs> fighting. Put him on. <laughs> there you go. There's the conversation
1: that should be happening.
0: Mm. Mad, isn't it? Yeah, it is mad. Mad. Um, well, hopefully, I will locate A dodgy stream (laughs) in order to uh, to review that next week because it will be brilliant. It It will will be absolutely brilliant. Uh, And then obviously on next week's show, there's only one man that we're going to be talking about. It will be a Conor McGregor special. We are building up October the 6th. Vegas, we return for Khabib and Conor. Fucking hell, I can't believe it's come around so quick.
1: It's only 60 days when they announced it, don't forget.
0: It's come fast, hasn't it? It is on. Next week's going to be fun. That's next week's show. Make sure you're around for it, all right? Uh, You can subscribe to Fight Disciples on iTunes. Whack our name in there, Fight Disciples. You can also get our Android feeds via our website, fightdisciples.com. We're all over social media, at Fight Disciples, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. There's a lovely little video. There's two little videos, actually, of Lomachenko. One speaking to me, one speaking to him. It is a little bit more of a wank fest. Uh, so make sure you go and have a little bit of a nosy at that. Um, and we will catch you next time.
1: Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.